Hi, it's Tim. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Blind Like Me. I'd love you to check out my other two podcasts, Inside Today's Country and Corkscrewed. You can find links to both of those shows at my website, timblackonair.com. While you're there, make sure you check out my voice demo as well as my imaging demo. We'd love to work with you on any upcoming project. Thanks again for listening. And here we go with Blind Like Me. This is Blind Like Me. Hello, everyone. Interviews, information, and reviews related to living with a vision disability. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been visually impaired since birth. He's been in radio for 30 years and also hosts the podcast Inside Today's Country. Tim has never let his lack of vision stand in his way. Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of Blind Like Me. Thanks for listening to us wherever you find your podcast. Make sure you give us a like, a follow, and a share so other people can experience what we're doing here on Blind Like Me. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be the child of someone who is visually impaired? This week, my daughter Jillian joins us on the podcast to talk about what her life has been like with someone who is visually impaired in the family. We welcome Jillian to the podcast. Hi. This is the first time we've done this kind of thing in the same room since I haven't been on the radio. I've been on air with you since I was four, but I don't think we've talked on microphones in over a year. <laughs> exactly. And this is a little bit different, right? Because this is there's no music, there's no nothing, it's just a conversation. No buttons. No buttons to push. Well, exactly. there, are, there are buttons, but we totally don't, we push them. All right. So let's talk a little bit about this. Um, you are obviously our first born. Uh, Evan is your younger brother. But the reason we're talking to you is because you were first person to go through this with somebody who has a visual impairment uh, as a father. Um, how did that work out for you? How, how did how did you perceive life with somebody who is visually impaired? I think there's two sides to it. There's a side of how I saw you as my dad, as I didn't notice it when I was little. It was a fact but I didn't become aware of it until probably when I was eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And that's beginning again that I was aware that it was something different that uh, my friends didn't have or my other friends' dads were like this and mine was like this. When I was really little, it was just, dad can't see. Mm-hmm. And it was just a fact, which little kids just think like that. You just, it's a fact of my life. I was your eyes. I knew not to leave things around the house, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then there's the other side of I actually saw the whole world differently from a really young age. So tell me how you saw the world differently from a young age. Well, from right from when I could old enough for you and me to go out together and I would help you out or we'd be, I'd be guiding you. When did I learn to guide you when I was like five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I automatically saw those hazards that you and mom saw, talked about, which mm-hmm. even at 21, my friends still don't see it. Mm-hmm. And like my peers. And I've always been aware of those things differently, like aware of where curbs are. And yes, I was bad at it. That's I've okay. No one's, in. no one's ever good at it. Do you think there was a lot of pressure put on you as a, as a as a youngster and there there could be a lot of pressure put on people? Absolutely. You feel and it's you feel like you're responsible for it and you are. You're responsible to be your eyes or be the eyes of your parent, which you said to me so many times. If I almost walked you into a pole or you tripped and you're like, "Jillian, you're my eyes. I need you to see for me." Mm-hmm. And I think part of that comes from you're frustrated or whoever the sighted person or the blind person might be frustrated mm-hmm. of they can't see, they want to be able to see, but their kid's trying to see for them. And it's just a finding that balance in a relationship. And you and I went through a second spell when I was a teenager mm-hmm. of trying to figure out how that relationship worked. Okay. Let's go before we jump into the teenage years. Let's talk a little bit about when you were little. What was different for you that you saw in the house compared to when I was doing things with you compared to what your mom was doing with you? 
you and I didn't read as much. So we bonded completely differently than mom and I did. Mm -hmm. You and I watched TV together and we cuddled on the couch together and we went for walks, but we didn't, you didn't drive. Mom did all the driving Mm -hmm. and you and I would spend time when mom was away, but mom did all the reading. She did all that little fine tuning detail stuff with us, Mm -hmm. but that's just been, it was just a fact. We didn't think about it. Did you ever think or ever in your mind go, why is dad not driving? No. You guys explained it to me so blatantly and thoroughly from such a young age that I never questioned it. Mm-hmm. It was, dad can't see, dad can't drive. Plain and simple. Dad's not going to drive. Please don't let dad drive. Exactly. Um, we moved into teenage years, and this is when you know you start seeing a different group of friends. You've already had friends coming over to the house and, and, and getting to know who we are. Um, how did that work out in your, in your world? I think from a friend's perspective, my friends always thought you were really cool. That's good. Right? But they thought it was interesting. I never had anybody be like, oh, your dad's blind. That's weird. It was like, really? That's so cool. But from a perspective of a teenager who just wants to be normal and wants to fit in, it was, I definitely went through days where I had the fleeting thoughts of, I wish that this would be different. Mm -hmm. And in reality, it kicked in and it was like, no, this is my life and my life is cool. But, you know you have those moments as a teenager when you're going through it and your life is, you just want to be normal when you're little. And Mm. sometimes things like that don't happen. How did you explain it to your friends? Um, Do you want the logistical explaining or the basic explaining? Because I always made my friends do the thing where you cover your one eye and you peek through your fingers to get an idea of what your vision would quote unquote be like. And Mm. that was my best way of explaining it to people is my dad's visually impaired. He has 10% vision in one eye. Here's how you could pretend to see like him which is what you taught me to do when I was little. Mm -hmm. And I still do it to this day. There you go. What scared you when you were little with having somebody who was visually impaired in your house? That you were going to lose your sight. And why? It would have changed our whole world. We were such in a routine and the sight that you did have or do have is so precious Mm -hmm. that when you're 9, 10, 15, the idea of that sight going away, like I don't even know to this day how I would process it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like we just have, this is what dad does. And we're lucky to have the site that you do have and that you've been able to have the career that you have. And it was just always a reality of what would happen. Mm -hmm. What do you think would be different in our lives if I could have seen what everybody else sees? That's such a big question. I don't know. I can't even think about that. It's just, I guess we probably would have been a quote unquote normal family. Like you no, would have probably I drived. We I think are we're a still, family. I think we're still a normal family. And I think that's one of the things that people have to realize is the fact that even though you have someone in your house with some kind of a disability, be it a, you know, a physical disability or, or any other kind of disability, you're still regularly a normal family. Absolutely. You still do regular things. We still, you know. Went m- shopping. You came to sports games. We had our daddy-daughter dates. Mm-hmm. We go to the mall. We went for bike rides. We were still a normal family that didn't change anything. You mm-hmm. probably just would have driven. How has your perspective changed now as you were an adult? Tell me how that has changed. I'm a lot more aware of it now in a different way that I can see what you see better. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of the hazards more. Explain that to me. Why? I think it goes back to just what you can't see and what you can see. And now that I'm older, I can think about that in a more abstract way of how you see the world and how I need to be aware of things for you because I'm not a self-absorbed teenager anymore. Mm -hmm. 
And also at the same time, I can see it in other people and I know how to react to other people who also have disabilities in a way that I can be helpful mm-hmm. because I've been raised with someone with a disability. Mm-hmm. So I know how to react in those situations and say, can I help you with this? Mm-hmm. I have a customer at the restaurant I work at who they have a visual impairment and him and I have bonded over it because I'm able to help them with their meal and get them into their chairs and talk them through it. Mm-hmm. And it's a really great relationship that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm-hmm. And it probably eases them a little bit. Absolutely. I think it's such a relief for him and his wife. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give somebody, they're listening to this with their teenagers or whomever, what advice would you pass on to those people and why? Be honest with your kids. Don't hide things from it. Don't disguise it. Just have a conversation about it blatantly. If your kid isn't guiding you properly or you're scared about teaching them how to guide, just do it. Just be open. Be honest. It might be awkward. People might get upset in the beginning, but in the end, you're going to have this relationship that nobody else has. What frustrates you? Other people. Why? Not Explain. being aware of what, you, not other people not being aware that you have this disability and that it's not an issue. We just need other people who aren't experienced disabilities to be aware for that. And I think it goes to all disabilities mm-hmm. that it's be conscious of your surroundings and see what's going on. It's the most frustrating thing. And also, if you're curious, just ask. Mm-hmm. And that's you want to know. A, that's been one of the biggest things when, when people ask. And I know it's always, it used to bug your mom a lot, and we've had her on this podcast, uh, when people would stare. Oh, it bugs me too. But my method is I just stare back at them. <laughs> and then they make eye contact with me, and they're like, oh, no, she caught me. Right. It's like, then just ask if you want to know. Like little kids always ask, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. It's like, I have a blind eye. And you're like, okay, cool. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. If you have anything else you'd like to uh, talk to us about on our podcast, make sure you send us an email to timblackonair at gmail.com or blindlikeme at outlook.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Blind Like Me. If you have a comment or suggestion about future casts, drop us an email to blindlikeme at outlook.com. Blind Like Me is a timblackonair.com production.